I always say to people that the second they walk into the studio, I just want them to, yeah, just forget about the day yeah. and focus on what they're doing and, and just have fun and enjoy the music. And yeah, yeah I really, I, I believe in the power of dance. Hello and welcome to Good Moves, a podcast by Punch Pass. On our show, we have wholehearted conversations with fitness and yoga studio owners to learn more about the unique ways they run their business and inspiring ways they live their lives. I'm your host, Claire. I ran a thriving yoga studio for eight years and have been part of the Punch Pass team for almost as long. We have so much to learn from each other. Let's jump right in. Welcome to Good Moves, a podcast by Punch Pass. We have the lovely Julia in with us today. Julia, can you just introduce yourself and tell us about what you do? Sure. Uh, Thank you for having me. My name is Julia Gonzalez and I'm the director of a dance studio called Latino Grooves, which is based in Adelaide. We have been operating for about 16 years now and we teach Latin dance and we also do a little bit of um, entertainment and events. So 16 years. That's amazing. How long have you been a part of it for? About 16. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So did yeah. you start out as a student? Or? Uh, no, I, I jumped in pretty much straight away. The business was already existing. So mm. I actually run it with, um, I have a business partner, Hugo, and he had started Latino Grooves um, and I jumped on board and, and yeah, it started off really, really small literally, you know, one night of classes a week. Yeah. We were working out of community centers and and halls and whatnot. And yeah, it's just really grown over the over the years. That's fantastic. And what have you found the last few years like for your business? Um, you- the last few years have been a little bit challenging, but um, also really positive and rewarding. And it's really made me realize that we have a wonderful community yeah. and very engaged group of people and they've been really supportive and yeah. and yeah it's like reinforced all the positives the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. So you must have students that have been with you for a very long time oh, yes. as well. Yeah, yes. so you've got students that would have been around from the original time? Not quite, yeah. but we have, because 16 years is a really long time, especially for dancing. Yeah, But we do have a couple of students, I would say about a handful that have been with us over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's a really, really long time to be really consistent and dedicated and especially with dancing. Yeah. Do you find that they move around between the styles or do people really find that one style that they love and roll with it? A bit of both. Yeah. There are some people that do just love the one style, but then there are other people that really enjoy being versatile and, and, and do try. And I find that to be really good at something, you do kind of have to focus on it at one time. So okay. in, in, in a student's lifespan, they might really focus on one style for a couple of years. Yep. And then once they feel pretty comfortable with that, then they'll incorporate another and they'll sort of swap over. Yeah. So there's not a lot of crossover at the time. So people don't take three or four different styles oh, they a do. week. They do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they so- do. I have some students that are there five five days a week. That's incredible. Yeah. And just have been that consistent for a really long time. Yes. Like they love it. They love it. Yeah. That's brilliant. So you must get a lot of beginners as well. Yes, we do. How um, do you love on your beginners and do you find that they stick around or? We have a pretty good retention rate. Yeah. With the beginners, it's all about getting them to fall in love with dancing yeah. and, and Latin dancing and the music. So big emphasis on fun yeah, and really sort of teaching them how to learn and, and how to, um, yeah, we just really focus on, on the fundamentals. 
So you, you just said is teaching them how to learn. What do you mean by that? Well, breaking things down really, really slowly. You almost have to socialise people and how to behave in a dance class. Interesting. I find a lot of people aren't used to the concept of dancing with a lot of people. Right. And so just getting them comfortable you know, we do lots of fun things to to ease people into it and getting them to like high five and hip hop. And then we yeah. rotate partners. We really encourage people to, yeah, just just relax and, yeah. and feel comfortable with the idea that you might dance with 20 other people. Yeah. So if you came with your best friend, you're going to have a moment where you're going to be on opposite sides of the room, yeah. just kind of making slightly desperate eye contact. Yeah, absolutely. Suddenly we're not together anymore, but that's okay. Yeah, it's actually, your own I, I think it's, I think it's better to, yeah. to rotate, but we do allow people to stay together if they really want to, because I do understand that if you have your partner and you've wanted to right. try dancing and that's something that you want to do with your partner or your, your friend, yep. then we that's absolutely okay as well. Yeah. So how do you find that people find you? So where do you find your students? Or where do um, they... Social media. Yeah. Uh, we have a, quite a big following on our Facebook page yep. and Instagram the last couple of years. And that's sort of where we focus uh, a lot of our energies. Yep. Always posting videos and, and, and updates, but also word of mouth has been Brilliant. really key. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Because you have such a beautiful website and you have beautiful social media. Oh, and I just you. think it's really, it looks like a fun place to be, like the way that it's all laid out. And thank you do you. the events as well. And I imagine people would maybe experience you in that environment. Yes. Get caught up in a moment of this feels really good. I want to be a part of this and then come and formalize and do some actual lessons. Is that That's something right. you see happening? Yeah. The events in the dance studio do go hand in hand. Yep. We work at a lot of different events here in Adelaide. We used to do a weekly night, Wednesday nights at Casa Blah Blah, yeah. and we would get all sorts of people um, walking in because that venue has a lot of uh, foot traffic. My mate loves that venue. She it's, can't get enough it's of really it. It's really funky. Yeah. It's really funky. And so, yeah, a lot of people would have walked in hearing the music, going, what's going on here? And, yeah, so we definitely do get a lot of people from all the different events we do around, around the, the city. I think the music would really... I mean, it really grabs you. There's something really, really magical about it. I think that, I don't know, it's like nothing else when you get caught up in the moment of the music. Do you find people then when they come to dance and they have to sort of step back and go, oh, wait, I've got to learn the basics now. Is there a moment where they just kind of want to be set free? Or? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But we encourage that. Like okay. I personally, I mean, I have been doing this for over 20 years and I love the music. Yeah. And no matter what kind of a day I've had, I could be really stressed or cranky or just tired Within 20 minutes at yep. the studio, my mood has completely shifted and the music has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. So for me as a teacher, I spend a lot of time updating my playlist yep. and rotating music and making sure that I'm always playing like really fun and inspiring music. Yeah, amazing. It makes such a huge difference. And I think it's really interesting in the yoga space as well, that sort of thing happens too, um, where people kind of get in the feeling, they get in the vibe, they get in the flow. And it's such a beautiful thing, I think. And to have it happen with the music as well is, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's otherworldly, I think, sometimes. Like it really does take you to another place where you're out of your regular life and I agree. you've gone somewhere else. And that's something that I try really hard to provide for yeah. our students and, and that the whole team does. And I always say to people that the second they walk into the studio, I just want them to 
yeah, just forget about the day yeah. and focus on what they're doing and, and just have fun and enjoy the music. And yeah, yeah I really, I, I believe in the power of dance so Absolutely. much. Yeah, I think it changes people's lives and yeah. I've seen it like year in, year out. That's amazing. So you, were you a dancer from a little um, person? Yes, I did dancing off and on. I didn't like really love it as a young child. Yeah. My mum did put me into dance classes and I did do it, but I don't remember really loving it. I think I was really, really timid as, yeah. as a kid and I recall feeling just super um, overwhelmed. And then I got back into it as a teenager. Okay. And I just... Do you remember how you got back into it? Because I'm always fascinated by those sort of origin stories or that your life sort of goes off in a... Yeah, I actually had a really close family friend called Annabelle and she used to love to dance and she was a few years older and I used to always go to her house and we used to just dance for hours (laughs) in her bedroom. Yeah. And then as I started going out to events, I remember seeing a dance couple Mm -hmm. called Jamie and Patricia and they were dancers or one of them still is Latin Dance Australia at the time. Okay. And I saw them at at an event in the city and it just blew my mind. Yeah. And I thought, wow. And I even still remember what they were wearing and and the music and I just, yeah, I loved it. And I was about 15 at the time. Yeah. So ready to take on new things and find new yeah. groups of people to hang out with. And yeah. So did you go all the way down that path? To yes, the, I did. The sequins and the, yes, the whole yes. enchilada? I got yeah. right into it. Amazing. And my family were like, whoa. <laughs> so that was a departure for you. So that wasn't something they would have seen coming. Don't think so. No? Yeah. Well, yes and no, because I used to, I, I now realize I was always drawn to music and dance yeah. and costuming and the sequins and the bling. Yeah. And I used to always beg my mum to make me costumes and that sort of a thing. Oh but God. I was also so shy. Right. So yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. Does the shyness that you remember having help you with the shyness of people that now come in Absolutely. to dance? How do you deal with them? Yeah. Like what's your technique? Well, I think I now realise I'm I'm very introverted, yeah. but I'm very confident. That's a good way of looking at yeah. it. I like that. Yeah. People mistake me for being an extrovert. Yes. They can't believe, they don't believe me when I say, no, I'm actually quite introverted. Yeah, because when you're in your element. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been doing this for a really long time yeah. and I, I'm really passionate about it and I believe in it. And yeah, so I'm confident when, yeah. when I'm at the studio. But then I also do need like a lot of downtime mm-hmm. to balance my energies and and I and I work from home during the day and with my dog and yeah. it's just me and her and 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 silence and I have I feel like I need to have very quiet days in order to be able to go to the studio and yeah. do what I do. But it also makes me very empathetic to right. people and you know and I I I, I think it takes so much courage to start something new. Absolutely. And especially when it's out of your comfort zone. And so. quite a public new thing. I was thinking about this on the way in today, actually. I'm going surfing on Sunday and I'm, you know, it's a very public thing yes. to try for yeah. the first time, like out there in the world. And it's the same with a dance class or a yoga class. I mean, you can try baking biscuits for the first time in your kitchen exactly. and screw them up royally and no yeah. one will know. But there's those different stages of trying new things out in public. And it is, it's a huge thing. Huge it's thing. Massive. Huge thing. And I never take that for granted. No. So I always have so much empathy for people. And, and that's why, yeah, uh, being really welcoming yeah. is part of it. Yeah. yeah. Big, big part of it. And finding that balance, I think, between pulling them out of their shell and encouraging them to be more confident, but also respecting the fact that maybe they are really not up for that today and that they do need to be left in their shell. I found that when I was running a studio, it was a really fine line. You know, you want to have everyone join a community and feel welcome and have a chat 
on their way in, but some people just want to get in, do their class and get out again. That's what they're comfortable doing. 100%. And that's why I feel like level one, level two, sort mm. of, we are very like that. We just yep. try and, and, and well, we always respect people's boundaries, but it's, yep. n- it's not until they get a little bit higher up in the levels where I think, okay, they're obviously really keen. They love it. And then I start, you know, we, we can sort of start drawing them in a little bit more. Totally. Encourage the events, ask people to be part of things, but we don't really yeah. do that straight away. Yeah, good call. And you run lots of series as well. So you run lots of courses where people yes. sign up with the same people week after week. Yes. Do you find that helps them feel comfortable faster when they're in a group of people on the same level, I guess, for the most part? Is that helpful? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And I see them sort of having a chat to people in their class and, and then, yeah, I, I think it definitely makes a difference when a few other people continue on as well. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by the idea, and this has come up with a few other guests before, of having a showcase. Yes. So as a grown-up person, you know, rather than a six-year-old doing a ballet class and having to put on a recital or something like that, I would imagine there are people who come and think that will never be them. Like, I'm not interested. I will they never get up on that. stage. They all, every single one. And then they end up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, have two showcases a year, Midi yeah. and End of Year. And it's basically, yeah, we just uh, choreograph these really fun routines and get the students to perform them. Oh, my God. And the, the reason we do two a year, and that keeps us really busy, is because people just love it. Really? Yeah, they love it. They always say, oh, no, I can't do that. No, I don't really like the idea of performing. Right. And I always say, okay, no worries. Yeah, so you leave it completely yep. at that yep. point. There's no thought of, ah, ha, ha, I know better. Yeah, no, You're no. You're going to perform. No, no, I, I say, it. no worries, <laughs> yep. all good. I mean, if you change your mind, let me know. Mm-hmm. And what usually happens is they come to the showcase, uh-huh. they see what it's about, and then they say to me, I think I want to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I love it. The showcases, it it basically, when you think about it as an adult, mm-hmm. you know, life is so busy and hectic and you've got so many responsibilities. Like when do you get the opportunity yeah. to put on an amazing costume yeah. and, you know, get your makeup done if you want and just like really enjoy the night, get on stage, do a couple of numbers, have your friends and family come and, you know, yeah. they're so impressed. Yeah. And then afterwards we always hold like a little bit of an after party. They can have like a drink. It's just, it's an amazing experience. Do you have people that are still worried up to them, like then they go back to the worried phase when they realise it's all real or generally by the time they come around to the showcase, they're ready to go? Oh, they're, they're ready to go. Yeah. They're excited. That's amazing. We, they've had about, you know, 16 to 20 hours of rehearsal yeah. plus all of their extra rehearsals. And I, I feel like we do a really good job of preparing them for it. Okay. Yeah, we get them to perform in front of each other. We, yeah. we have a couple of tech rehearsals, one at the studio on the Friday night and then one at the venue. We get them to perform for each other. So they're pumped. Yeah. They they're are ready pu- of to course, go. Of course there are nerves. Of course. Always nerves, but they are absolutely pumped. That's amazing. It's, it must be such a brilliant feeling to come off the end of that and just be done with it and I guess ready for the next one. I guess it's a really good way to get that retention as yeah. well. Yeah. Look, some people are not into it yeah. 100%. Um, there are people that only like coming, you know, once a week just doing their class, doing something different. Some people like the social aspect and some people like to perform and then even compete. We also train people for competition. So we have something for everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a really great way of keeping people very focused and always working towards a goal. Yeah, Yeah. because otherwise you're just going to get lost in the week to week and the skill level and things like that because it must be difficult to track the skill level of 
the students in the class yes. and where they're progressing to and your instructors would have to be fairly incredible at doing that. Oh, they are. They, they do an amazing job. But, yes, the showcase is a great way to keep everyone on track. Yeah. Yeah, and sort of measure where, where people are at. Yeah, get them to a certain point. Yeah. So you have a big team of yes. instructors. Where do you find them and how do you find managing them? Most of our instructors were originally our students. Yes. And, yeah, I would say I would say all of them. Amazing. Uh, we've had a couple that have come from other cities or yeah. other countries and obviously have experience and and we've brought them on, but I would say 90% of them were our students. That's amazing. So yeah. you really have that in-house feel where yes. it's very, very consistent. Do you then put them through a, is there an in-house training program? Yes. So yeah. you then train them up to the point where they feel comfortable instructing. That's right. Yeah. It's a, it's a long process yeah. and, and we're all still growing. I'm still growing. I am really big on personal development and, you know, I consider myself a lifelong student. Yep. But yeah, so it takes about, I would say, a year to get them from that first point up to teaching a class. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they can all sort of choose where they want to specialise. Some really enjoy choreography. Okay. Um, some don't. So everyone kind of specialises in a different style mm -hmm. and, 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 and different functions. Yeah. And I think that is our success absolutely our team yeah and they can work on what they're passionate about That's and the parts right. of the business that they're passionate about yeah do you tap them on the shoulder or I do they, you do I do yeah, yeah is that a pretty exciting yeah moment? it is it's one of the things I enjoy the most yeah. I love my team I live and die by teamwork makes a dream work yeah and I'm really passionate about having the right people around me because in the past, you know, when you don't have enough people or the right people around you, you, you definitely feel the difference. Mm -hmm. And so when I identify people, students that I think have potential, yep. yeah, I love that initial talk like, hey. Oh, my God, they must be so excited. Yeah, like, I can only imagine what that would be. Yeah, it like. is a huge honour. And, and the students are so supportive. Like they love watching someone yeah. rise yeah. And, and improve. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you try to stick with Latino No. Because no. I know that you guys are big on, you know, having the music and the dance and that side of things out in the world, but it's not an important thing that people are necessarily from that background. Definitely or not. From a walk of life or anything like that. It's a good mix. Of, it's a good mix. Yep. I think you just need to have passion. Yeah dedication and consistency and it's all about education yeah. yeah it's um definitely do not have to be latino to be great at latin dancing not at all no yeah i would say most are not yeah awesome <laughs> yeah so what type of dance do you still dance yourself are you I do. still in the zone i do i love it i love teaching yeah. um i love choreography i love sort of the training aspect developing the dancers yeah i love all dance i love all styles but my number my Number one, my passion is salsa. Has it always been salsa? Always. Yeah, day ever one, since. Ever yep. since, yeah, day one, have always loved it. Um, and, yeah, still growing, still working on my technique, yeah. still improving. That's amazing. I have much to learn still, yeah. That's incredible. So you you still have a, a strong practice. You still work yes. on your own self. Yes. And do you require that of your instructors as well? 100%. Which, yeah. 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 And, and I feel like I have to lead by example. Yeah. So I, I also do a lot of training myself and I also find it really important to do something outside of dancing. So yeah. it could be yoga, could be Pilates, could be gym. Beautiful. Yeah. You don't teach those at the studio at the moment though? No. So you don't give that cross training? So it's purely dance at your purely studio dance. at the moment? Yeah, purely yeah. dance. And do you do, is this your... My full Job? time. Yes. Yeah, this is your thing. Yes, this is my thing. Yeah. What did you do before you did this? Well, I've been doing this since, 
Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Really, really young. But I also have a marketing communications oh, background. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no wonder everything looks great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I did. Uh, for a few years, while the business was still quite small, mm. I worked full time. Yep. And now that I think about it, I'm like... I recall being so tired, but <laughs> yeah, I worked. And then it just got to a point where I had to make the choice yep. and I uh, decided to go all in. So how, so did you take the business over from somebody else? Oh, we're, no, I, I have a business partner, Hugo. Yeah. yeah so you, still, it's been you two yes, the, whole time, the whole time, but just not full time for that whole time. That's right. Yeah. And Hugo focuses more on the events yep. and entertainment. He's a DJ, he's a musician cool. and I you know, sort of take care of, of the, the dancing in the studio. Yeah. yeah. So you've obviously grown it from something that was very small. Very small. Quite common and then built it up to what it is now. Yes. So obviously we've had a couple of dodgy years where things have gone a bit funky. Yeah. But people are sort of starting to get their head back in the game and thinking about what's next and being able to feel like they're on more solid ground. Are you, do you have plan, big plans for the future? Is it just doing what it does and doing it happily. Where are you at in terms of that side of things? Look, I did have uh, uh, some plans and some vision mm-hmm. um, prior to COVID happening, but we've had to reassess. The next 12 months are just about getting a good a good rhythm yeah, <laughs> um, and enjoying things, which we are, and then we'll, we'll have a think about, about yeah, what happens. But I, I definitely have goals. Yeah. Um, I would love to branch out into uh, children. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I didn't see anything. Yeah. You're not currently doing kids classes. Not at the moment. We have done kids classes, but we were doing really young kids yeah. classes. And I personally don't love teaching really young children. You've got to be passionate about teaching you, young children. Yeah, you have to be passionate. Yeah. And I really believe about doing only what you're passionate yeah. about. And look, we did give it a go and it was really cute, really fun. <laughs> when you have, you know, only certain hours in the day and yeah. certain studios. Do you have one studio space? Or yes, just, just the one. Just the one room. Yeah. yeah, that's really challenging. One large room and one smaller room. Okay. So you kind of have to decide, you know, what you're going Absolutely. to focus on. So we, we sort of took a break on that. But I would love to teach teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. So they're a little bit older. Yeah. They're, they're ready. Well, so, you would have students now that have been with you for a while that are now having their own exactly. kids that they want to get yeah. into it. Um, or maybe gently encouraging them. At least you can't really tell a teenager what to That's do. That's right. But you can try. That would be amazing. And and we actually do have parents that often have to bring their kids. Right. And they're just in on you know waiting and yep. watching. And and I see them get up and have a dance. Do a little and, boogie. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. Look. So that's definitely in 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 the works. Yeah. Um. I would say in the next twelve months. I have a dream about building the the next generation. Absolutely. Well, and that's where you started. Yeah. Like that would be full circle for you. Would be you would be the person that you needed. That's right. Back then, which is amazing. And the education and the information that's available and all the techniques they have improved so much. Yeah. Like in the last twenty years. So, I think if we can get them at fifteen. 16, 13 even. Yeah. Can you imagine how good these dancers be will be? Yeah. And do you feel like you've got instructors at the moment who would be passionate about oh, teaching? Because yes. I think that's a whole, again, the younger kids, different skill set, teenagers, different skill different set. Different skill set, yes. Yeah. I have a couple of instructors that have like a jazz, contemporary ballet background. Yeah. So I think w- when teaching children, you would also need to give them 
some other styles, a Absolutely. bit of hip hop, things like that, yeah. you know, to keep them interested. And yeah, I've got instructors that have taught children. I've got a couple that are school teachers. Oh, perfect. So I think that will be the next phase. I've also got lots of plans. I, I would love to sort of renovate the dance studio. Yeah. Been there for about five years now. Needs a refresh, potentially open up a second space or yeah. something larger. So Lots to do, but given, you know, what's happened, I feel like the next 12 months it will just be about getting back into the yeah. rhythm. Yeah. I think anyone that's made it through the past two years as a small business is yeah. definitely to be applauded and celebrated. Agree. <laughs> did you, you would have had to close a few times at least. How yeah. did you manage that? Uh, we, we were closed for uh, about five months in 2020 okay. and then we came back very slowly and we just had to adhere to all the different restrictions yeah but yeah it's been yeah challenging yeah but we're back and and our passion for dance you know has never wavered and yeah, yeah we we still made it work and and we just had to go online for a number of months. I was going to say you yeah. went online. So you did teach online classes consistently. I did teach online and that was a, a real learning curve. Yep. And it was great. And Punch Pass was actually quite instrumental. Awesome. Um, helping. Uh, they provided, you know, really like great resources. So I went online and, you know, we did, we taught some great classes, yeah. which are still sort of on online. Yeah, so that and, you've still got them there available to people. Yeah. Yeah. So you're happy just to share those and have people work on them at home and, and have a look at what you do. And and the, we have students that, you know, sort of went, they bought the online pass and yep. some didn't even do the classes, but they did it as a way to support yeah, us. Yeah, we saw that happen a, a lot, which was really gorgeous. Really because sweet. Because it was a tough time yeah. for everyone. So what I've done is I've just uh, uploaded all the videos and there's quite yep. a few and they're all attached to um, people's accounts. So they've got that resource yeah. there for them. So yeah, as a, as a way to say thank you, yeah. they can access all the videos. That's awesome. So did you find most of it was mostly your existing students who joined you online? Or yes. did you, so you never really did a big push and thought it was going to be a long-term thing no. or it was really just a, a way to keep things going That's in right. some way. And, and to keep people connected and to yep. keep them busy. Yeah. I, I know of a lot of people that did do that, yep. that really tried to push externally, but for me, it was just a, a, a form of, of, of keeping in touch yeah. with our current student base and keeping them engaged. And did you find they needed it for community? Because I know a lot of the yoga studios that did the same thing that went online found that almost the chats that they were having and that connection they were having before and after the lesson itself was almost, especially when areas were in total lockdowns and people were at home, did you find that there was that sense of community coming out? Absolutely. Well? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we also did a couple of online challenges. Oh, beautiful. So our instructors would record a, a choreography and then oh. people would have to upload it on Instagram. And we had so much fun with that. Yeah, because that and, would be something yeah. you'd have to work on yeah. consistently to get right. Yeah, and everyone was sort of, you know, contacting each other and sending each other videos. And some people had so much fun with the videos and, yeah. and did some really creative things. That's a great idea. Yeah, so look, you know, we had a lot of fun. And yeah. as soon as classes were back on yeah. in the studio, we abandoned the online. Would that be something though? I can see the challenges being a little add-on for your students. Even now though, like I imagine taking that home and, and you know, seeing if they can get a hold of the choreography would be amazing. That's actually something else that I have on my to-do list to work <laughs> on is to have an online portal yeah. and, and, you know, even just have a summary of the classes yep. and yeah, pop them online each week and, and, you know, film some extra 
choreographies or yeah. some combinations and, and pop them online as well. So that's definitely an area for growth. Yeah. And you're quite happy to have people work on things on their own. There's no real concern about them injuring themselves no, no. or everything feels really safe. And... Really safe. It's um, it, it's mainly footwork yep. and body movement technique because yep. um, that's the sort of thing that requires a lot of repetition. Uh-huh. And whilst I would love to to do it for an hour, right? They wouldn't find it very engaging. Oh yeah. I can so there's see lots that. of exercises and drills and really simple basic movements yep. that they need to do at home. And I st- we still need to do them. Right. Yeah. You- do you ever do that in a class environment? Do you ever go back to basics, or are yes. people just you do? Yes. Because I. Yeah. Yeah. So I find uh, we go back to basics and then advanced level. Okay, great. Like in the in the student life, you know, they they stumble across dance or whatever discipline it is. Yeah. And, you know, they're just getting their bearings. And then when they reach like an intermediate or above level, then they realize how important the fundamentals are. Uh-huh. And by that stage, they're committed. Yep. So they will like stick around for a technique class. Yeah. And they'll probably by that point really enjoy refining their movements. Yes. Whereas if you got them any earlier than that, they'd probably be a little bit grumpy. Like I know how to do this. Like, and I right. just want to feel the good feeling of getting in the rhythm and, and putting together what I've learned with the music and having that moment. Exactly. Because I imagine there's a fair bit of chasing of, of moments with yes. dance where yeah. you want to feel confident, you want to feel capable and like you're doing the thing that you've seen all these other amazing people doing. That's right. I mean, we want to get them to first fall in love with it, yep. really connect with the music yep. because if, you know, if it's not something you've grown up listening to, it takes a while to, you know, adjust your ear to it. Absolutely. Then we want people finding the flow, you yes. know, like just feeling in flow with it and yep. then we refine. So that first lesson is really important. I know it is in a yoga context as anyway because you really feel like you have to grab them. Yes. You know, you have to do enough of the basics that they feel safe and satisfied and happy, but you have to give them enough of the beautiful moments that they're looking for to keep them engaged. Exactly. And there's a there's a fine line there, I think. And if you can't don't get it right, you you lose them and they walk out, they go, it was too easy or it was too hard. That's right. It um, is a fine line. Yeah. 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 But it sounds like you guys have got it right, which is Yeah. I don't teach beginners at the moment, but our, you know, instructors that do, they they've got it yeah. spot on. You know, give them some laughs, lots of music. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's a perception that teaching the advanced classes is harder. No, but actually, it's, not. <laughs> it's really not because they mostly know what they're doing, and in that's a lot right. of cases, you're just providing guidance and refining. And that's right. You don't you don't need to sort of like hold their hand as much. Yeah. You, they are quite independent by that stage, and yeah, I find beginners takes a lot more effort, time, skill, care, all of the above. Do you have many people who just don't get it and get? No, no, <laughs> no, because everyone says, oh, I have two left feet. I'm yeah. Really bad. And yeah. it's like, well, give it a go. Like, this, is, this is what we do. And yeah. I have seen the most awkward people. They're the ones that stick with it because yeah. they struggle with it. And then they are amazing. Yeah. So I, the ones I, at the yeah. showcase in the yeah. sequence and ready yeah. to go. I love an underdog. Absolutely. I and love I love the idea that these yeah. people are walking among us too. Yeah. You know, that on Saturday night they've been in the showcase <laughs> in their sequence and their makeup and then Sunday morning they're, I don't know, walking the beach at Grange or whatever it is and just normal That's right. people. Yeah. And we, they've got this sort of secret life. It's double life. Yeah. I love it as well. And we, we get all sorts of people, like all walks of life. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't know who's a 
secret Latin dancer. No, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. It's been so good to talk to you, Julia. Thank, Thank you so you. much for sharing a little bit about your business. It's been absolutely a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I really hope it just keeps building and growing in a way that is sustainable and makes you happy. Oh, thank you so much. If you'd like to learn more about any of the guests that we featured on the show or about Punch Pass, you can head to our website at punchpass.com. 